This is The Ticket, all sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. All the time, that's great, you know, it's that time of the year where you get all sports, the sports that we're interested in is football. Football? (laughs) Football. Which football? Hey, we're going to find, uh, we're going to give people a definition of what football is all about before the day is over, but let me start off by saying... This is Ray Ellis, and you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. And as always, here in the Valley in Arizona, we're having a great time. The weather's good. Uh, how's the weather outside? Uh, the weather is hot. <laughs> and it's it's all, hot over the country. And, and it's always hot. You know, as a matter of fact, you're right. It is hot all over the country. And you and I are, are East Coast boys here living yeah. in the Valley, and, and I understand it's about 100 degrees. Yeah, it's worse back there than it is here. They have all that humidity on top of it. Yeah, and then in New York, uh, you know, what's going on in New York? They said uh, perhaps maybe a tornado or something came through there? I don't know. They they had a lot of rain in the, uh, the subways, and uh, Jay Leno said, well, at least it washed out the urine smell in the subway, so I thought that was funny. Oh, well, you know, anything Jay said, man, Jay's, you know. Jay's funny, man. <laughs> Jay's a funny guy, but uh, listen. You know, it's uh, as always. It's, it's that time. It's getting hot in the valley. You know, uh, it's heating up at uh, training camp. The guys have been working out, and uh, Coach Wiz is a, is a bit pleased. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, it's about that time where it's uh, start of preseason games, and uh, this Saturday, this Saturday, you know, for everybody. And are, they, who are they playing? Well, um, I think they open up this week, and they're going to play the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. You know, and uh, what a train wreck that's going to be. Well, interesting for the Raiders is you know <laughs> they don't have their number one pick in camp yet. And you know, even though they, even though they don't have their number one pick uh, in camp, that's the uh, quarterback, right? You know, yeah, What's his name? Yeah, uh, uh, Russell. Uh, um, Judas Russell or something? Yeah, no, no, Jamarcus. Jamarcus, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the big fella's not in camp. So who's going to play quarterback? Culpepper? Well, Culpepper. In in my book, I think Culpepper is the guy. I think Culpepper is the guy. You know, at least for the first quarter of of the season. You know, Uh, I think he's going to be the quarterback for the season. Well, Jamarcus needs some time to come in and get himself ready. And he's missing training camp. Yeah, he's missing training camp. That's good for the Cardinals. Well, it's good for the Cardinals for this preseason game. Now, do you think they're actually going to win this game, or are they just going to play around? Well, you know, it's interesting because I can't wait for the Hall of Fame game. That was one of the things that the guys were discussing. Is if it was important for a first-year coach, you know, to come out and win a Hall of Fame game, you know, a preseason game, you know. And I think for the Steelers and for anybody, anytime you're keeping score, I always want to win. Well, it's a preseason game. And they if I were to... competing against you. Yeah, well, I'm competing against you right now, well, I'm not, I, but I, I'm I not going to hurt you. I, want... <laughs> I might throw something at you, but anyway. I, but I want to win. You, you want to win? Well, so do I. I want to win. So I'm better than you, and you're better than me. Okay, and so who... who yeah, but no, this is... No, we, we were doing this back in March and April. It's different. Now it's now we're coming to the season, so we got to have our act together now. So it's not... We, we, we were playing games before. Oh, yeah, we were playing games. Well, listen... We had a good time, They're, they're playing real games. They're playing you know? real and, games, And, and yeah. it does make a difference. And, and for some people who may not understand, and they think that winning is not important... If you do well, you probably will win in most cases. And if you don't do well, you'll probably lose in most cases. And that being the case, those people that lose, there is a, a lot of guys on that team that's going to be very nervous because they probably didn't perform well, and that's mm-hmm. why they lost, and they get 
cut. They get cut. Well, yeah. anyway, I've always been a, hard, uh, a firm believer in preseason that, you know, you go out there, you do the best you can to make the team, but you don't want to get hurt because the preseason doesn't mean anything. You could be 0-4, but the coach has a good way to look at the players and to evaluate the players and to make the right decisions for the team for the upcoming season to make it to the Super Bowl. So, really, preseason I don't really care about. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of excited to watch the Cardinals and see what Wisenhunt has done. Uh, if you'd like to call in, 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. And we have the Hawk is on the line. Hawk, are you there? Maybe he flew away. And maybe he flew away. Is the Hawk on the line? I thought the Hawk was there. Where'd he go? I guess they messed up. We're in new studios today. Well, maybe he's got a different handle. Maybe he should be. But He hey. should be? That's what they're saying anyway. Hey, Hawk, can you hear us? Give us a signal if you can hear us. Well, he can't hear give us. A, give us a squawk. <laughs> but listen, let me just ow, let ow. me say let me say something about the preseason. Well, yeah, yeah. And, uh, He's gone. Y- you know, and, and what people are looking for in terms of what's happening in the training camp, and particularly when you talk about injuries, nobody wants to get hurt. But one, most of the time, and uh, and preseason, the injuries many times will happen not in the preseason game, but they'll happen in training pra- camp. In practice. Yeah, and and what happens in practice is they used to be you know so intense and practice and they were constantly hitting and then they extended the amount of time of which you know two a days lasted so many guys got hurt you know during that period of time but i think what's happened is that uh i think the medical staff has certainly uh looked at things and they've been able to persuade the coaches uh that listen the physical contact you need to back away from i think they need to do more of the the physical conditioning in order to get the body prepared so that they can go into these games and, and, and guys, their bodies will hold up. I got, I got a question. But the contact, you got to get away from Well, that. I have a question. Don't they do that during the year with mini camps? Well, yeah, but mini camps are well, just Which mini camp? Those are OTAs and all that stuff. Well, yeah, what's an OTA? I well, don't understand well, what that basically, is. the only thing they're doing, you're coming in, you're, you're coming together as a team. You're going. You're, you're, Camaraderie? You're, you're going, uh, no, you know, that kind of thing. That'll happen, you know, in two days when you're all pissed off because you're there. You don't want to be there. Oh, okay. you, know, you don't want to be at the, the mini camps either, but, you know, you really don't want to be away from your family and everybody else when you come into these mini, uh, I mean, training camp, and it pulls you away from the family because everybody's still back. You know, in your off-season home, wherever that's at, and then you wait till the season starts until you come because you may get traded, you may get cut, so you go through all that stuff. But listen, but in those in those camps where you're actually trying to make the team, and and you may be a veteran ball player, and so you you kind of know how things kind of flow, and so you're doing things one way, and you got a rookie who knows absolutely nothing. He knows one speed, full speed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, he wants to make the team. He's trying to make the team. Sure. And, and many times that's what happens is, is guys can get hurt. But the coaches, have, they've taken off some pads. They've said, okay, listen, you'll see them many times look like they go out on the field like they have shoulder pads on, but they're yeah, right. really not shoulder pads. Right. Yeah, I've know? seen that. And so they, they go out and, and they prepare and, and, and mentally. So it's like, it's like a, a, a light drill type thing. It's a light where drill. training camp is, hard, is hitting. It, well, and, and, but that, that's what they want to back off of. You don't want to do all the physical contact because that's where all the injuries come in. At, so. Well, you know, talking about last week, we were uh, talking about Levi Brown not signing the contract, holding out of camp. <clears throat> on Thursday uh, night, uh, last Thursday evening, he signed the agreement uh, he got. Um, I think the big fella got big dollars. He got big bucks. Eighteen million guaranteed with a uh, six, six, about sixty something million. Sixty something. Yeah, some total. sixty total. Absolutely unbelievable amount of money. Anyway, they flew him in. He was in Virginia with his uh, mom and dad. They flew him in uh, into Phoenix on Friday or Thursday night, and in Friday morning he was in Flagstaff that fast. 
I mean, they had him in pads. Let's go. He should have been in Flagstaff in a motel someplace. Well, I told you that last week. I said, why isn't he there? And he could be reading the playbook and getting to get get to get to know the fellows. And I, I and, and I and I agree with you. And, I think that's something that they should well, all they, do. You know what? They should do that because he shouldn't be sitting in Virginia. He should be with the team. He should be getting to know these guys, uh, the camaraderie of the team. Well, and let me, reading let the let me playbook. Just say this. He, and, he probably did have some materials because they were well, there were I already think he should be in training camp. camp for all that money, and they're negotiating big bucks. Well, he, he didn't should be there, but he didn't know he was going to get all that money. He well, was trying to you know, get all that whatever money. Whatever you say, right? I'm glad he's got all that money. Right, whatever you say. Bottom line is, he should be there. I mean, they don't have to fly him in. This way he's signed, ready to go, and, you know, flying him around all over the place. Well, you know what? Listen, if, if he comes in, then he's at a disadvantage. This is a, It's a mind game. You get a chance to play with their minds once in your whole career, and after that's over, it's done with, buddy. Well, you know what the Cardinals did, uh, which they used to, with uh, Weisenhunt uh, used to do in um, uh, Pittsburgh? The uh, Cardinals went to the practice field twice on Wednesday but worked uh, hard in just one of them because the coach decided they called off the morning session and they, had, and they watched a movie. Well, again, it's, it's just the way... I don't know what kind of movie it was. You, you, it's, you just want to build chemistry amongst the players. You know, it's it's a cohesiveness that, you know, it's almost like... I, I told you this before, you know, we had a coach one time that uh, when I was playing for the Eagles. Who? A guy by the name of Frank Gantz. Okay, I remember and, him. And Frank was our special teams coach, and he was a former, uh, you know, fighter pilot. And uh, Frank, you know, believed in preparation. He believed in... Uh, you know, being prepared by repetition, and he believed in training the subconscious mind so that you would go into a battle or you would go into, uh, you know, uh, an event of which uh, you've been prepared for uh, to the point whereas when you get into uh, a heated moment or something where perhaps maybe you're not there totally mentally, but you prepared yourself so much that the subconscious mind takes over when you are confused and you're on autopilot. And you're confused all the time. And you're confused, but, but guess what happens? <laughs> it, it works. It, it, it works. It, yeah. I actually experienced it. I actually experienced it in the heat of the battle against we were playing somebody like the Miami Dolphins. And I actually came. I made, made the play, mm-hmm. but I actually came off the field and told the coach I made the play. But I felt that I made the play because I did something other than what I was really supposed to do. But, you know, I just kind of... So it took you a few days to figure that hey, out? No, it took me the next day in film oh, to see that, to, guess to, what? To no, that. you did exactly you, what you were programmed, programmed to, to do. do. And it just it just picked up like that. But let, let, let me ask, let me, let me talk about something real fast. Yeah, the, the Hall of Fame, you know, Hall of Fame game. Yeah, I watched part of it. And and, and the speeches in particular. That was great. You know, I, I was, uh, it was moving. Uh, Michael Irvin seemed to be, uh, when they interviewed him uh, at the game, that he was kind of like um, taken, a, taken aback, taken... He, he just seemed uncomfortable that he was given the um, the Hall of Fame. The fact that the recognition that he was yeah the recognition. Well, well, you know, I, you well, know, I, guy, I can say this about Michael, and, I, and you know, and that's one thing about you know players. he's a great player. You know, you, you, you're you're taught to be a humble player, and many times when people people see, and and I think sometimes people don't are unable to separate the entertainer from the person. And and that's sports is entertainment. I, I hope everybody understands that. that. That's exactly what it is. It's entertainment. Well, you know what the thing is, his off the off the field problems probably had a lot to do with that. A lot of critics were saying, you know, he did this, he did this, he did that. But when you see him on the football field and the way he used to catch those passes from Aikman, I mean, you know, even though I hate the Cowboys, they run three you know, Super Bowls. I, yeah, they won three Super Bowls, and I didn't like the Cowboys because I'm an Eagles fan. And you know what? I, I, I watched. I love to watch Aikman and Irvin go at it. It was great. Well, one thing about it, you know, here in the Valley right now, you know, we've got Mad Liner, who's a great quarterback. I, I, well, let's say he's a very no, good no, quarterback. No, 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 he's a great quarterback let, in let, college. Let, yeah, let's we'll we'll that see that this year. I'm not going to use that. No, 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 great. don't use that. He's a good quarterback, and he's got some very good wide receivers around him. 
supposedly the best tandem in, in the NFL or one of the top tandems in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he, like Michael Irvin now, is in a position where he's got the supporting cast. And what do you think? Is this Hall of Fame material here? Um, you know what? I, Antoine I, Bolden, I, you know, I, got some young wide receivers. I, the wide receivers are probably Hall of Fame material if they can uh, withstand, you know, years and years of uh, the That's NFL. That's right. Longevity. Uh, longevity. They, Matt Leinart is, uh, the, and there's no word out on him yet. We'll see this season what happens with him. And again, it's all right back to that O-line. They better be able to protect him. If they can protect Leinart, I think the Cardinals will do well this season. Like I said, and I've said it on the show plenty of times I have seen them lose, 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 lose over the years, a lot of years of losing, and I, I you know, I really want them to do well, and I guess we're just going to have to see, but if they protect if they protect Leinart, then things will happen. I think uh, it'll be a very, very good football season for the Cardinals, but if they don't protect them, it's just going to be right down the toilet again. Well, uh, one thing about the Hall of Fame game, uh, and, and by the way, you know, uh, th- there was a guy that uh, was inducted uh, uh, you know, from the Cardinals, you know, we had our uh, defensive back that was inducted uh, yeah, from right. the Cardinals, you mm-hmm. know. and uh, What was know, his so name again? He, it was um, in the 70s, though, he played. Yeah, That's he why was, a lot of people don't know who he is. Yeah, he was uh, He was in the 70s, yeah. and I've got his number here, his name here somewhere. And I, Michael I Weird? Or yeah, we, we, yeah, we, yeah we, I want to send a shout-out to him yeah, and his right. family congratulate him for... Uh, for his success, you know, one thing about it, he too was very humbled by his experience because he said to his wife, he said, you know, honey, I think we've made it because he said something her back then. The only pro player she knew was Bart Starr. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, well, I guess if we're up here with Bart Starr, you know, we've made it. So we made it, yeah. It's, it's a humbling experience yeah, to a lot Char- of people. The first guy, Charlie uh, Sanders? Yeah, Charlie Sanders. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah we'll, Charlie- we'll talk about him when we come back from the break. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show on the Voice America Sports Radio Network. I'm Fan Man, along with Ray, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Can't get enough of college basketball? We can't either. Tune into the College Basketball Experience with host Jim Haney for the ultimate interactive basketball talk radio show. Don't just watch college basketball. Hear about it and talk about it with those who know college basketball best, the coaches. The College Basketball Experience airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Eastern, with Jim Haney, the executive director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. Participate in active open discussions on current topics in college basketball and as Jim brings listeners insight from today's top college 
basketball coaches, as well as stories and opinions from the legends of college basketball. That's the College Basketball Experience, airing live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Oh, yeah, we're back. Yeah, come on, baby. Come on, baby. It's always good to be back, but uh, I, I think, I think uh, the Hawk is back, too. The Hawk's here. Is the Hawk back with us? The Hawk is here. The Hawk is here. Okay, Hawk. Uh, listen, is that the Hawk or the Hawk? Remember the Hawk? Yeah, the Hawk. Yeah, incredible Hawk. Hey, Hawk, where are you calling from? <laughs> no, that's a big green guy. I'm calling from Tucson, guys. Tucson. Okay. Okay. Hey, what's happening? Not much, Ray. Love the show. Fan man, good to talk to you guys. Thank you. I just wanted to comment on the, the first round draft choice getting all that money. I'm, I've never liked it when a guy steps right into the league and gets a lot of money for doing when he hasn't proven himself. Hey, Hawk. Oh uh, yeah, you, you, you must know Ritz. You hey, must hey, know Ritz. Hey, hey, Hawk, I totally agree with you because he got eighteen million dollars coming out of college. He hasn't proven a damn thing. He, uh, it's going to be another a Leonard Davis mess. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. You have a to. Fan prove, man no, always, no, fan right. man always gets upset about when somebody yeah. gets what he they deserve. Right, he doesn't deserve eighteen million dollars. Hawk's right. Thank you, Hawk. Hey, he Hawk, hasn't done anything. Well, well, he hasn't done anything. That's right. Why doesn't everybody just follow the NBA? They finally got it right by. You know, with the rookie salary cap, they, that's the only way you can do it. Right. Uh, because back in the day, I remember guys like uh, Big Glenn Robinson, the big dog, coming out and getting $80 million. And I think he was the last guy to get one of those ridiculous contracts. Yeah, but Big Dog came in, and listen, Big Dog had earned it when he was in college, and he came into the league. He had a few injuries, but uh, he I think he was consistent, uh, you know, $80 million. You know, that's really not for me to say, but you got to understand that's where the market is nowadays. That's what players can demand based upon the type of revenue that this business is I generating. Think, you know, I think that is totally, absolutely ridiculous. Either the, either they, the money's going to go to the no, players or, no. or the owners are going to no, put no, in their no, pocket. No, 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 it's not about that. They, they need to readjust this, and they know in the top ten draft talking, you know this as well as I do. They know where they're going to be slotted at. They know exactly what the money's going to be. They already know. But I, I, I just feel that the owner should back off and go, wait a minute, you know? And I'm on the owner's side on this. Prove it to us first that you're a good player, that you can block, and Matt Liner doesn't get his ass kicked all over the field because it's going to be his job, Levi's job, to protect him. And if he doesn't know what he's doing, and he's he, he, he's not living up to the $18 million hey guys, a year. Let now, me, so you're going to fight that. Let me, let me say this I don't to know you. Why. Let me, right. I'm going to say this to you Ray, because the league has been so deceptive about what they've done the revenues they've earned. I remember back in the day when I was playing ball, the owner said that his team was losing money, but he was taking like a $5 million salary every year, but he's crying broke that the team's losing money. Now, come on, guys. We, we know how sophisticated accountants can get together and, 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 and work with numbers, but the fact of the matter is, is the money that's out there, the owners are making this kind of money. I, and again, not going into my personal life, but as a retired player, we just got something in the mail that our pension, uh, in, in terms of what we're going to get or can get, our death benefit has been increased, you know, 300%. How the hell are you going to increase something 300% unless you've been underpaying these guys from previous years? That's all, and, and that's all this is. This is just a deceptive scheme. They'll throw these numbers out here to get everybody all up in the uproar. Hey, Hawk. But believe you, me, they're making money. Guys. Hey, Hawk. What do, you, what do you think about? It? I mean, I mean, from your vantage point, I know you disagree, but I mean, really deep down, what is your 
feeling about the whole thing and let it out because you're on the internet you can say anything you want honestly honestly i have mixed feelings because the owners if they're paying a guy 30 million dollars everyone screams and yells because he's paying him 30 million but if he's paying a guy 30 million he's making three billion there you I go mean, how they, many teams are for sale oh, wait, 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 on the other you... hand i don't think they should pay a guy coming out of college a lot of money and on the other hand of that by the time these guys do get paid, they're 35 years old and they're over the hill and they're paying them for something they did 10 years ago. I don't know. So I have mixed feelings on it. I just don't think a guy coming out of college should get a lot of money for not doing anything. Okay, guys, let, let me, let me, let me just jump snap. in here. Let me jump in here. Yeah, you, know what, you know what's really happening? What? We're really shedding light on it. We're opening the doors for another discussion. Is Wait a second. The guy has done nothing in pro football, He's done right? nothing. But he's getting $60 million, right? Yeah, right. The guy's last job, he just did what? He was a college student and yeah, a, so a student what? athlete in college. That means that perhaps maybe he should have got the sixty million from the college. No, well, no. Well, the Penn State well, paid his college there. education. Oh no, 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 wait, no, no, wait, wait, no, wait. No. It can't be both. No, he made it a lot of he, he made a lot of money for Penn State. He was a great player, just like the quarterbacks and Joe Paterno and that whole thing back there. And they they generate a lot of money through the uh, the Big Ten and the Big East. How do they, they generate themselves. the money? The television. Okay. Okay. So how, so they they why is television so they, they pay a scholarship to all these guys to make sure that they can be on a, on a winning team that they can bring it up and the school gets more um, uh, promotion, uh, more PR. The students go to Penn State. Blah blah blah. Now that's one thing, fine and Danny. That's an enterprise all to itself. But when you go to the there's NFL, there's something wrong with that enterprise. No, there. Yeah, fine. You can go. We can argue about that in another show. But Hawk, do you agree that when you come out of college, let's say you come out of college and you 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 are a brilliant student, you're very very smart, and let's say that you are an, an accountant. I mean, are you going to walk into a job uh, with a great, a 4.0 grade average, okay, mm-hmm. and you're very smart, and you go to a, a top 10 accounting firm, you think they're going to pay you $60 million? They're not going to pay you $60 million, they're pay, but, no. but they're going to pay no. you what no. with the market? No, the market, that, no. the market, you have to work your way up in these corporations. You come out of Wharton, that, and you can believe you're going to get no, paid if you, what you're worth. Yeah, if you come out of Wharton, yeah, with the University of Pennsylvania, you come, exactly right. okay, fine. You're not going to make, you're going to make good money, but you're not going to be at the top of the game. This guy came in, Levi Brown came in at the top of the game. He didn't start at the bottom and work his way up. Hawk, do you agree? No, his re- you, you Hawk, guys are looking at it differently. Hawk, do you agree? I agree with that, yeah. 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 Well, Thank well, you. Well, well, I'm now, glad now, the two of you got together and you agree. We're, we're going to gang up on you. Oranges now, an accountant is not going to generate. These guys are going to generate the money. The teams are going to generate that kind of revenue that justifies somebody getting that money, but not a guy who hasn't proven himself. Hey, guys, it's uh, Economics 101. Okay, here's another thing. Econo- you, supply man. and demand. Okay. What is your your, your uh, okay. product? What's the demand for your product? If it is, okay, okay, what's the supply of the offensive tackles out there? Very little. Okay, you can demand the money you that's there. Okay, Hawk, here, here's another thing. Ray and I were talking offline the other day about this. They're paying Kurt Warner $4 million to sit on the bench. $4 well, million. Well, you know, Kurt that's Warner, a pretty heavy he pad is, he's holding on to. He's a different commodity because Kurt Warner will put butts in the seats. No, not if he plays. If he doesn't play, he's not going to put anybody in the seats. Well, I don't know. He's a draw. Kurt's a draw. He's a what? He's a draw. He's going to bring people to the to the stadium. Well, let me just say this. I agree with Fan Man. I can't believe I'm saying this. I believe that Kurt is not bringing anybody to the stadium now because Matt Liner is the starting quarterback and Kurt's on the bench. But he's a great security blanket to have in the event that 
something happens to Matt and Matt goes down. In fact, that's how Matt got in the lineup because Kirk got hurt. Well, no, Kirk got hurt because the center, I don't want to even get into the story. Anyway, they took well, him that's out. Why, you know, that's why, we, that's why we drafted Levi yeah. Brown. You're exactly yeah. right because the line was no good and so the, the line was no good. I mean, Hawk. I withdraw the statement. Yeah, Kirk's getting <laughs> I mean, I mean can you imagine Hawk sitting there, sitting on the sidelines with a pad and looking important? And you're making four million dollars a year hey, hey, for wait. doing nothing. Hey, Hawk, let me ask. I mean, uh, what? You, you got a sports background at all? Yes. Okay. Uh, football. College basketball. Okay, ba- basketball. Let me ask you something. Okay, you're familiar with the NBA. Could you please enlighten the fans out there about? Isn't there like three seats on the end of the bench where guys are sitting on the end of that bench and and pulling in like a million or so bucks a year and never get into the games? Yeah, absolutely. And then in Kirk Warner's case, he is a high paid coach. Yeah, that's what he yeah, is. He's a coach. But Kurt, yeah, listen, coach. Kurt has earned the right to sit he's on that bench that right. and to get paid because he's won a Super Bowl. No, I agree with that. I, I don't have a problem with him being paid well, but four million is quite a bit of money. Well, it, again, right. here's what four happened. Four million? Here's, I mean, I could see two million. Here's what happened when he was playing. Yeah. His his playing went. You know, he played at such a high level. Yeah, he did. It was time for him to go and negotiate, con- negotiate a contract, mm-hmm. and and he earned that money. Yeah, he did. Remember, this is a guy that was what working in the supermarket. He was, he was stocking shelves in a supermarket in Oklahoma City. Okay, I, I mean, oh, he went through and he went through the arena league. Yeah. So we uh, listen. We we can't get on Kurt's. You know, I'm not back. on his back. I'm just I'm talking about the Levi Brown, 18 million a guaranteed now, and he, the four million guaranteed. I just you know like Hawk. I mean, how do you feel about this whole thing? I'm totally like. Where do these where do these people come up with these numbers and how do they negotiate these it's deals? There. It's there. The money's just, there. The money. Well, I know the, the money. Well, listen, the agents the agents are great at strategizing against us, but you know, football the money uh, the money up front is guaranteed, but the salary overall is not guaranteed. The signing like bonuses. The signing bonuses. Basketball, for example, an eighty million dollar contract is an eighty million dollar contract. Right. See, Grant, Hill, Grant Hill got all that money from Orlando, and, and he never really played. So See. I mean, and now we have him on our bench here in Phoenix. So uh, that part, basketball has the front end right, but they're they're missing out on the back end. And, These guys and, are getting guaranteed money whether they play or not. So so get. Levi Brown goes out there. Let's say in the second game when they play Seattle, and let's say he breaks he, they, they, he breaks a leg, he's out for the season. They got to pay all that money, and there's no guarantee that he's going to come back. Um, like he was in college. That's the risk you take. That's, when the risk, you, that's, that's, that's exactly that's the risk you take in playing the game, and that's the risk that they take when they draft you. But listen, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm looking at some things here. Whereas in, in camp, and of course, uh, you know, the guys in training camp now, and it looks like the defense has been, you know, somewhat a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more successful than the offense. And what part of the defense? The defensive line and the linebackers. Why? Because they've been bringing the heat. And what's happening? The offensive line hasn't been able to pick it up. You know, it could be, yeah, you know, the defense many times, you know, they're a little bit more advanced and things happen a little faster because you're just going. Go get the quarterback. Well, you know, in this city, the defense is always advanced. The, the, the offense sucks. Right. I mean, it's always sucked. Well, That's why they always have had the problem. Well, it looks like the offense is, is doing that same thing so right now. So we, so we need Levi Brown in there to hopefully well, help him out. He's here now. He's here now. Yeah, and so, you know, that's sounds, one thing we'll be... It sounds like Fan Man is finally jumping on the bandwagon yeah. to me. I, I, yeah. Well, it, it sounds like he's coming around. Well, I hope he is coming around because I don't want him to jump on the bandwagon that, you know, when we're, you know, having a Super Bowl parade. You know, I want him to be on the bandwagon <laughs> yeah, long sure. before that. You Get know. the hell out of here. But listen, it, it, let, let me just give you... <laughs> let, let me just let you know what's going on there, Hawk. Yeah. It looks like, you know, they talked about, uh, you know, they were going to be bringing the heat, so it looks like... Uh, 
you know, there's a lot of blitzing going on up in, in, in training camp, getting ready for the game. As yeah, a you know fact, why? Because yeah, yeah. the O-line sucks. They need to shore up the O-line. No, the other people can expect that. And as a matter right. of fact, you're talking about uh, against, uh, you know, against the Raiders this weekend. Uh, you may see somewhat of a, a you know, uh, a real boring offense, but don't expect that to be the way things are going to be during the season. So you think they're not going to show their cards? No, they're not going to show. No we, pun we, intended. We, we got we got the Raiders, uh, you know, coming up uh, in what regular a, season. What a anyway. train wreck that's going to be! What, what? the Raiders and the Cardinals, two losing uh, organizations? What a joke! What, wait, that's a Monday, that's a Monday night game, isn't it? That's not a Monday night game. It's I mean, a Saturday. I mean, when Sunday. they the, op- the regular season no, the game. Openers, the opener is Frisco. Monday night. No, it's not Frisco. It's San Fran. Don't ever say Frisco. Okay. That's not the way you say it, San okay. Fran. And they're, okay. they're going to lose that game. Hawk, what do you think? They're going to lose that game. But I tell you what, Fanny, you, you're sounding a lot more positive than you used to. I think you're going you're gonna to come around this year. Well, you know what, you know what, Hawk? Hey, I've been doing this for 19 years now with these people. And I've been spun around, spit on, stepped on, lied to, and I, you know what? I'm I'm just tired of it. You know, I mean, you know, he, I, I, he, wait, he wait, sounds wait. like a broken record no, man. You know, no, no, I'm saying speaking, the same thing. You hey, gotta, get, Ray, on, get on the wagon, Ray, on, Get on the wagon, Ray. Ray listen to Father. I have been a hardcore Eagles fan. Eagles win all the time. They go in there, they kick ass, and, and everybody can't wait in Philadelphia for the. For you the know, game. there's some blogs out there right now where they are just, you know, Donovan has been castrated. They have just castrated Donovan for some reason. He said something about Michael Vick, so they're ready to run him out of town. So they don't think the Eagles are going to do that well this year. Well, I, but nah, that's uh, we okay take, because hey, guess hey, what? Hey, Hawk, stay around. We're going to take a break. We're not, we're not done yet with it with you. Uh, you're listening to the uh, Ray Ellis uh, Sports Radio Show on the Voice America Sports Radio Network. I'm Fan Man, and we'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur A.G., co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. The Voice America Sports. With, there's that there's that music again. Love it, man. Hey, Love baby. It. What's happening, baby? Anyway, Hawk, you're still there from Tucson. In there. Okay, Hawk, uh, this game, Oakland and Arizona Cardinals, how do you see it as, you know, as a fan? What do you, what do you, what do you expect? It's, it's, it's I'm, not game. No, it's I'm, not game. I'm not finished asking my question. What do you, what do you think is going to happen here? I'm so anti-Oakland right now. I think uh, the Cardinals will get that one. Okay. Well, I think easily, easily. It's, but it's a preseason game, so does it mean that much to you if they get it or not? Uh, Fan Man and I were actually speaking about that earlier for the players. Uh, for the veterans, doesn't mean much. For the rookies, you know, for the free agent, means a lot. But as a fan, uh, how do you feel about that? We got to have every game. I think preseason is going to set the tone for the rest of the season for you know, us. You know what? Here. I think I think you're right there, Hawk. We, the fans here have to see some momentum on that O line. They have to see that the Rising Hunt has the has the O O line and the offensive unit together, so we can expect something in the season. Get the fans excited. Right. Get, none of this none of this negative uh, crap that's been going on, especially with people like me. But I'm not the only one in the Valley or the state of Arizona that's negative. I've been negative because they lose, and you know I, they make they make yeah. all these stupid moves. And you know I will come around, and I am coming around because Ray has in, in installed a positive attitude in me over the last three, four months. Well, that, well that's my Thank job. You, that's what I want to do. I, I appreciate that. But listen, let me say this to you. I think it's important, too, because of people like you, I think if he doesn't come out the blocks and win his first game, you'll jump all over him and say, oh, here we go again. Got what, another loser. Yeah, you know what? Now, now, we gave him the benefit of the doubt last year with the new stadium, and we packed the stadium and nothing. No, but that was so, Denny Green. This is a new coach. That's Fat Denny. Well, you know what? You know what? I, you know, Hawk. You were spun same around just like Cardinals, I was. You, same old Cardinals. Same old Cardinals. You got spun around with that stupid stadium. You got spun around with uh, Leinart. You got spun around. Uh, we, you know, we're going to win. Okay, here we are. We have a new quarterback. We drafted this guy. We did this. We did that. Here's this brand new stadium. I call it the toilet bowl. Here it is. Here we are. Wah rah rah. Every, I, you know what? That's Dave, how you build a winner. Wait a minute. Dave got me excited. But that's I mean, good. That's I mean, good. I'm sitting there going, "Holy Christ, this is really happening." That's After how you, all these years. That's how you build a winner. Oh my God! Listen, that's how you rebuild. Oh that's God. how you rebuild a team. You know what? Let me tell you something. Like Hawk said, they lost. They sucked. They went no, in there, no, and no. these stupid uh, fans. No, no. no, you know what? I'm tired. I'm sick of win. That's it. Okay. Win. Okay, he's going to win. But listen, no, no, look, win. What you got to look at is the last six games that they played. They won four out of the last six games. That's good. At the end of the that's season, when they're out of the playoffs. That, that, well, that's okay. But guess what happened? That's when Matt Liner came in. Matt came in, and he won four out of his last six games. That's something to get excited about, and that's really why I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure that Denny was going to get fired because the guy you finally get the, the guy you spent all the money in, your savior, your quarterback, comes in, and guess what? He does turn this thing around a little bit, but we got rid of him, so now you know we got a new coach, and I, and I just hope that he does win because they've won four out of the last six games. that they. Hey, played. Hawk, uh, you, you've been here a long time. Every three years they change coaches, change quarterbacks, change players. No, nobody ever knows what's going on here. I mean, the report. Reporters at uh, you know the Arizona Republic report on things and the TV stations report on this and that and that la la ra ra. You know it, it's just they got to win this year. I mean they got. I don't know, huh? And they got to win early. They yeah. got to win preseason. They got to show us some fire. I mean, right. don't go into. And we're not going to wait either because nothing's going to look worse than an empty new stadium. An empty brand new stadium. And you know what? I, I remember in the Sun Devil Stadium days when the Eagles would come to town. I have to say that, you know, or the Browns because Ray's sitting here. But the Eagles would come to town. Everybody, you know, the stadium would hold seventy-five thousand. There's only thirty or forty thousand in the stadium, and most of them were Eagles fans. Yeah, I mean, and that you know, was like two hundred people. So yeah. It, it, 
They got to win early. They got to win early. And you know what? And that's uh, from a fan's perspective. And I, I want to see them win. They have to win. I don't care if it's a point, two points. Even if they lose by two or three points, you see that offensive line getting together, and Matt Leinart's out there getting that ball. Uh, Edron James can run through the hole and put the Jets on. If that starts to happen, I think fans are going to get really excited. And if they're listening to this show, I hope they are. They they got to do this. They can't lose. And if they lose and they lose the first game, which I think they will lose the first game in the, with San Francisco. But if they win that game, if they win the game, it's all going to turn. It's it's going to go. That the momentum will be phenomenal in this town. The town you needs know, a winner with football. The, the thing that I I like about this team is I don't remember them having this much firepower. Yeah, they finally got some talent. They got they, they they got personnel on this team. You know, they they finally went out and and bought in what they needed. They got a new quarterback. You know, we bought in Edrin. I'm not going to say that he's the man because again, I think he's a little bit over the hill. But that's okay. You know, perhaps maybe he can be in a supportive role. We got great great wide receivers. We got a new coach. Got a new stadium. We got. A new defensive guard coordinator on the other side of the ball now. Going to be a little bit more aggressive on that side of the ball. We got some good players. We got all pros on the team. I think, you know, this is a team. They certainly are a team that's not going to sneak up on anybody this year because everybody is aware of them. They've been picked in the preseason, you know, to, to do, you know, pretty well. So, no, they've been picked by Yahoo Sports and a bunch of people doing, uh, being coming in 23rd in the league and 27th in the league offense and defense. Yeah, that's but when you, been picked. Yeah, yeah, but when you look at, when you, and that's what Yahoo, I mean. No, no, on. no. These are sports writers that follow football very closely like we do. I, okay, look, I, you you look at the you look at the NFC, you know, and you look at the NFC and you got hey, you got you got you know, in our division, of course, you got the same, I mean, you got the Seahawks, you know, who, you know, are always going to be competitive, you know, but I, but when you just look at the NFC overall, you got the Bears, you got to give them respect. What do you mean, what do you, what do you mean by always competitive the Seahawks? They are. They, that's right. How come the Cardinals aren't always competitive? Well, they're, they're getting there. <laughs> they're okay, getting there. Yeah. But listen, you always, you, you know, you got the Bears, they, they went to Super Bowl, so you expect that they'll be a playoff team. You know, you got the Cowboys, you know, it looks like they're probably going to be a playoff team. You got the Eagles, you know, they'll probably be a playoff team. You got the Panthers, you, you, you got the Saints, you got the Seahawks, you, you, you got the Rams. Hey, it, it's not really going to be easy in the NFC. It's not going to be easy in the AFC either. But, uh, you know, with those teams out there, you know, I think that uh, I still think we can make it to the playoffs. You know, I, you know I, I don't think we can make it to the playoffs at all. I think it'll be, uh, Hawk, and I want you to, you know, agree or disagree with me. I think it's a 500 season at best. I don't know. I, I, it's too early to call it because they've got some serious weapons out there. With you know, I mean, Leonard Fitzgerald, these guys are I mean, it doesn't get any better. Again, we're going back to that O-line. you got great receivers. I have never put down the receivers. I've never put down the quarterback. It's always been the O-line. If they don't protect him and they brought Levi Brown in and it was a good acquisition for the Cardinals, if, in fact, they can protect Leinart, because Leinart ran around that field last year for the, running for, the, for his life, if they can protect him, I think you're going to see a winner. You're going to see things like when Buddy Ryan came here. You got a winner in town. I think that's going to happen. No, it, Buddy, Buddy wasn't a winner. Buddy was on a winning team. Buddy wasn't the winner. That was Mike Dick. That was Mike Dick. Well, you know, that's Buddy said that. Talking about the, the old days and Buddy Ryan and all that stuff. I don't know if you know about this Hawk, but um, Pat Summerall will be on the Voice America Sports Radio Network starting September 5th. Hey, that's all right. He, that's a, that's a proven alive, veteran. Say what? I didn't know he was still alive. Pat Summerall, well, he must be about 
95 now. No, 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 no. He's in his 70s. He's. Hey, let me tell you something, man. I'm telling you, regardless of what Pat's age is, that is one of the true professionals in the business. And, and, yeah, and he is. It, I like that. And, he, and he's, he's a veteran. You know, he's a veteran that's going to be able to bring some insight to the game. You know, if you look at this game, really, in terms of, of pro football, you know, it's really not a young man's game in terms of the experts in this game. It, you know, even on a team, in order for a team to win, you need some veterans. Yeah, you know, well, so you, you know, need some they, veteran leadership. So uh, we need some veterans on, on our team as well. And I, I'm, I'm glad he's going to be here. Yeah, well, and Pat, let me give you one more one more thing that I heard about that you guys didn't mention on. Uh, and this is for you, fan man. Edgar and James is in the best shape of his career. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Hawk, I am a I am a fan of Edgar and James. Okay. I, I don't have a problem with Edgar. What I have a problem with is the O line opening up so he can get out and, and, and put the Jets on and take off. Ray's the one that doesn't care about Edgar well, James. I'm the one that like I loves Edgar <laughs> James. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I've seen some senior citizens that have told me they've been in the best shape of their life, and, and they probably are, but they're still senior citizens, and, and, that, and that's what he is in football. You know, but I want I want him to win. But let me tell you something else. What they've got is they've got Russ Grimm's, and it's you know when you got Russ Grimm, one of the original and, hogs. Yeah, one of the hogs, and 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 again when you think about it, it we, we were talking about Warden. You know, if you got somebody who's been educated at Warden, then. That's the kind of person you want. Well, when you talk about, you know, sports, you know, you talk about, again, coaches are teachers. And you would want this guy to teach somebody like Levi Brown because I think it will be to the benefit of, of uh, Matt Liner and to, to Edge. So, uh, again, and I'm hoping it works out. Again, Hawk, it's right back to that the O-line. I love Edron James. When they brought him in from the Colts, I went, oh, good. Oh, goody, yeah. goody, goody. Yeah. It was like a little kid in the candy store, and all of a sudden, pfft. I mean, he got a, he got over a thousand yards <clears throat> running two yards and three yards a snap. Yeah, that doesn't count. You you got to get that, four. You no, got to get four does. yards. Yeah, but, that, but see, they couldn't. They, they, the guy was getting smashed all over the place, and at least he got a thousand yards. And he's a great running back. I love Edron James. Well, one always thing, have. Well, one thing I think is, is going to help them is again, it's the intensity level that at practice. Now, I, I, earlier, and I'm, I'm not contradicting myself. Yes, you are. Earlier what I talked about is you you have to ease up on the guys, but at the same time, you've got to develop a mental frame of mind and a toughness. And sometimes you've got to go out and you've got to prepare your guys, you know, to play in the heat of battle and to get that extra down, that extra yard when it's, you know, I don't know why in NFL third and one became a, a passing down, you know, but that that third and one you've got to be able to do it. So that offensive line has to come off the ball. They got to fire up. So you got to do some of that in training camp. So we've had a pretty tough training camp here, well, I believe. Well, you know what? In the, in the yeah. Cardinals, in the, with the Cardinals, with the three and one, third, you know, third and one to go, they never seem to get it. Yeah, <laughs> many, but you know what? Many teams. I'm I'm surprised that many teams. If if you check the statistics, you'll find out that third and one, many teams are not getting. It's it. only one yard. And then people go for it on fourth down, and they don't get it on fourth. See, down. that's another thing I never. I, I always got upset about when they were in the like say on the uh, thirty yard line, and they kick the ball or they try the punt. Why not go for the one yard? Well, it's, why, why, why well, you, well, the whole thing about that is points on the board, and for some well, reason or another, that. we want to, we want to think uh-huh. that a field goal at thirty yards is a guaranteed three points. It's not. The it's one, not, I think, the one yard is better to go after to get the touchdown. That's but, my it, But it's also again, it's, it's it's a mental thing too. And if if you, you let the fans down, the momentum changes, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you go for it on fourth and one, you don't get it, and they and they stop you. So now the momentum's on their side. Right. So Hawker, what do you think's going to happen um, with? Um, uh, the Arizona Cardinals overall. What's your opinion? 
Oh, that's a Super Bowl question. You no, threw that no, in. No, yeah. no, no, I just want to know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in a wait-and-see mode because I'm hearing all these great things coming out of training camp, and I just got to see it for myself. Well, yeah. I got to see Edgar James. He's in the best shape. I got to see that new offensive line that's trimmed down. Yep. You know, I read where they look like a Nutri-Slim commercial. I got to see it first. So. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm in the same boat. The spin coming out of the camp, it's the greatest camp ever, and, you know, yeah. everybody's in yeah. shape, and everybody's this, and everybody's that. Well, you know what? Let You better show it on the field on Saturday. Saturday when they play the Raiders. You better show us something instead of all this hype. And that's one of the things people don't really open up and say, like you just did, Hawk, hey, you know what? I mean, you got the balls enough to say, show us. I don't want to hear all this hype. Okay, you had a good training camp. Okay, you watch movies and you sleep together and watch TV and you do, do whatever you do up there. But you know what? You better play the game on Saturday and you better show the fans <clears throat> that for all the money they pay, you pay Levi Brown and all the money you played Liner and all the money you, you paid for everybody else, you better have something on the field that the fans in Phoenix can get excited about. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, we'll find out because Saturday, uh, believe me or not, uh, they will be playing. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks a lot for uh, calling in. We appreciate it. Okay, uh, you're guys, listening take to the, care. Okay, take care, man. Uh, you're listening to the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Radio Show on the Voice America Sports Radio Network. This is Fan Man along with Ray Ellis. And we'll be right back after these messages. We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. The Voice America Sports. Listen up, race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend. Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official Internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting every week. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our Racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. Then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the 
shot. Got it! With 2.8 seconds left. Keep the left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. show along with fan man playing this great music hey don't forget pat summerall will be here live voice america sports on september 5th at the beginning of the season can't wait for pat pat welcome uh, to the voice america family we're looking forward to it if you'd like to call in you may do so 866-472-5788 again 866-472-5788 and uh what do you got up there hey Ray? uh you know speaking of hall of famers you know uh yeah and, and i know there's a lot of controversy surrounded around it but uh you know hey i i've got a chance i've been blessed to, to play a game at a professional level and uh, i'm just excited anytime anybody can can accomplish anything because it's uh it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is and i, and I just want to take the time to pay tribute to uh barry bonds in 756 he's already hit 757 already but uh, just a tremendous accomplishment and, and i'm happy for the man uh i have a question yeah congrats to him but why didn't uh, hank aaron show up well, um, what that? what's that stink about? I, I don't know why he didn't show up, but uh, he did a real nice tribute to him via satellite. And oh, it did was, he really? It was over. Yeah, it was in the end zone. It was huge, and he, mm. you know, he sent a message to him, you know, and so, uh, so I thought that, you know, I thought that was, uh, you know, very respectful, and 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 Barry was very grateful of the fact that uh, that that the Hank did that, you know. So well, they, you know, they, they did that a couple of years ago when Roger uh, Maris, uh, <clears throat> Roger Maris, the. Um, when they broke his record, who broke that record? The guy from uh, St. Louis. I can't remember his name now. Uh, um, not Mark McGuire. Yeah, McGuire. Yeah, when yeah. McGuire hit the when yeah. McGuire uh, went the, over the sixty-one home runs for yeah. the season. Right. Uh, but the Maris family was in the stadium, yes. which was really yes. cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, you know, it again, it's for those of us who've ever played the game, you know how difficult it is to play a game, and for anybody to. To reach a plateau such as that, you know, and Barry, you know, we're just focusing on the home runs, but I mean, this man is a great baseball player. So uh, kudos to uh, Barry Bonds and uh, he and his family, and, and and may he continue to be successful. And uh, hopefully, uh, San Fran can realize that Barry's not the only player on the team, and and, and they can. I didn't say Frisco, I said San. Fran. Yes, you're learning, right? You're learning. <laughs> anyway, uh, win some games. Uh, Barry, congratulations from us at Voice America Sports. Pac-Man Jones refutes arrest record in TV appearance. How about that? He's starting up again. Well, you know, it, the fact of the matter is, it, I didn't do this, it. This guy hasn't had his day in court yet, so he's still innocent. You know, and what he doing is he's doing something that's kind of smart and there is demand for him so i'm assuming he's out trying to make some money well basically what he's doing is pac-man appeared on tv uh, on thursday to promote his four away into wrestling see promoting he's wrestling and tied to entangle his legal record maybe he should have brought a lawyer with him well one thing about wrestling now you know it's almost like you know you you say that a guy is innocent until proven guilty Mm -hmm. but if i'm him and i'm making millions of dollars playing football and i think that i'm innocent i'm going to get a chance to return to the football field Mm -hmm. i'm not going to go out and wrestle right because you stand the risk of getting injured then if you get injured guess what you're you're done yeah he was arrested six times Uh, the sixth arrest came in june uh jones was booked by uh, las vegas police and uh, this uh, the case basically is under indictment there on two felony counts of coercion stemming from a february fight at a strip bar and the bouncer basically left the bouncer paralyzed well no he didn't he didn't leave the bouncer paralyzed who did Based upon the altercation that happened, oh. there, which they think that you know he was the ignition that started oh, so the whole he was thing. The igni- igniter. Yeah, yeah, and so because of the that, generator. you know something happened and somebody got shot and killed. And again, give them their day in court. I'm not going to say the guy's guilty because, and the reason why I say that is because if let's say it's me, 
Mm-hmm. Hell, I don't want all you guys to convict me before I get my day in court. I'm not, so saying, I'm saying, I'm not convicting them. I'm, I'm just reading the story from Associated Press, basically. That's all I'm doing. I'm, I'm not saying anything. They've suspended You're not him. the judge and the jury. I'm not the judge and, and the jury. If it was up to me, I, I don't even know what he did. So bottom line is he's a great football player. He's fun to watch, but uh, he screwed up. Uh, basically, yeah, he, they suspended yeah, him for the season. He's done. He's going to go into wrestling. Who knows what he's going to do? You know, it's just like it's just it's like. It's like temptation. Don't go near something that you know you're going to be tempted by. Stay away from it. Flee. Run. You know, go the other way. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, you told me something about the Hall of Fame game, the ceremonies. There was one guy in particular. Charlie Sanders. Let me say, you know one thing about Charlie Sanders that I liked about his speech in particular? I loved it. Charlie said, hi, mom. And when we were kids yeah. that was a thing to do i wanted to get on tv and i got a chance my first time i said hi mom I, if these guys would go back mm-hmm. to hi mom now we had all the other things <laughs> it's so funny everybody thinks that to it you know is the one the creator of all the antics the end zone antics but listen i remember when we played the cowboys one thing you didn't want to do herman edwards always said listen if butch catches a touchdown on you make sure you get away from him butch johnson mm-hmm. because he did the shake He's a quake, and then he pull out his double, his know, double, double gun, barrels, right, and he sh- right, you know, right. So, so listen, you know, there, you know, many funny. guys have been doing many things what they once they got into the end zone. Yeah, but, but the, the classiest Charlie- thing in the world is high mom. Yeah, but the Charlie Sanders um, speech was just moving. I mean, he, I mean, he went all the way back to his um, his coach back in when he was in. Um, um, midget football, whatever they called it back then. Mm-hmm. And then he went to his high school coach, his college coach, and all the help. And he listened. He was one of these guys that listened to what the coach said. And he uh, and he's still with the Lions organization today. And yeah. you know, Henry Clay Ford introduced him, the guy who's basically the grandson of the founder of Ford Motor Company. It was it was it was moving. Well, I thought it was great. Well, the, you know, obviously that that's a class organization. You know, the Detroit Lions. You know, they need to win some football games, and and they've had some great football players on their team. I mean, when it comes to running backs, I, you know, Barry Sanders probably was the most exciting running back to uh, ever play phenomenal. the game. Phenomenal. You know, just so exciting, you know. And, I, and he walked away, too, didn't he? Walk, he just said, he just said know, this hell of a Walked away, sometime. you know, and, and people feel like they were cheated because he walked away and he didn't, you know, get carried off. But Well, uh, you know what? He, uh, as a fan, you feel cheated, especially for the Detroit fans, you know. But when you watch him, when you're not a fan of Detroit, and you watch this guy play, and you go, look how, I mean, he's just amazing. Yeah. Amazing yeah. to beat out these defensive guys. And, 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 cool. and many times what happened, you know, you're talking about an offensive line here. Barry didn't have the greatest offensive line. One reason why he was such an amazing running back is what he created. And that's what I'm talking to you about when you talk about somebody like Edge. Yeah, but he he can't improvise and create like like he used to. Well, they, but the, see, with the Colts, when he was with the Colts, the coaching staff, they was totally he different. He did then, yeah. Yeah, the coach, but the, they he was younger. They, Okay, you still have it out for him. I'm telling you, you're going to be very surprised this year to see Edrin. He's, the edge is going to go crazy. I mean, he's going to run around that field. I hope he does, I mean, man. he's going to be like Pac-Man. Yeah. They're, going to go, they're going to be calling Pac-Man James. That's what they're going to be calling. This guy's going to run over the field when, and get touchdowns. When, when my friends come here, you know, to the Valley, to, you know, to watch the Super Bowl and enjoy all the festivities, I want us to be able to host them because our team is also playing in the game, not just because of the city is the city. Of you know what I think? I think you should apply to be a coach for the Cardinals. That's what I think you should. Well, do. let me tell you. So, speaking of being a coach, coach, one thing that uh, I think is going to happen this weekend, uh, I think uh, you know one. 
team's going to be concerned about their quarterback not being in camp, and another team is going to be happy the fact that we've got our second-year first-round draft pick that will be starting that quarterback in the first preseason game, and I think he's going to play a decent amount of time. I think Matt's going to be in the game. I think he'll play the whole quarter. Um, I would think, uh, my feeling, I think he's going to play a quarter and a half, maybe two at the most. No, I, well, you, you know, Depending well, on the O-line. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. And I don't I don't necessarily think he'll play that second quarter. I think somebody else will play that second quarter. But certainly, and it, but it also depends upon how many series we have the ball. So if our defense does a great job and stops him and he gets a chance to, you know, to get in for about, you know, three series, mm-hmm. three or four series, I think they'll be happy with that. But I also think they want to see him do well. I, I think they want to see him be able to take charge of the offense, to, to move us downfield, get us in scoring position, and come away with some points. Yeah. And that's going to be a combination of not just – we're not just going to run – you would be surprised. There is going to be some – so we're going to find out about edge because there's going to be some running of the ball early in this preseason game. Uh, I, and Reisenhut likes to run the ball too. Well, that's what he's known for. That's you what know? he's known and, for. And that's what Russ Grimm's the big offensive coach. I mean, uh, I mean the guy's great. Coach is, and, you know, is, and you know what the great thing about it is right now, the injury report on the Cardinals? Zero. Well, that, they that, got one guy. He has a he has a migraine headache. Other well, than that, that's it. Well, you know, and again, that goes back to you know what Wiz did in the off season. Was he really had the guys in town? Mm-hmm. He had them working out. They were in good shape, and uh, you know, so they probably won't get hurt during training camp. But listen, I think uh, is it time for us to take a break again? I, I think it's time for us to get out of here. Oh man, we gotta go. Yeah. We gotta go. Well, you know what? Listen, time, hey, when you're having fun, time flies. Time but, flies. Uh, I'll tell you what, we're gonna be back next week. I know? can't wait to talk about this game. And uh, hopefully, we'll come back and we'll be a winner. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. And this is Ray, and I, as always. We'll say I will see you next time, which will be the best time. That's what it's all about. You can take me for granted a smile. I count the days I'm gone, forget rich myself all.